Yo, 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 what's good, everyone? Welcome to episode 33 of the In Conversation podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cervantes. Uh, I might sound a little different because your boy is battling a cold. I, I think it's a cold. I don't know if it's um, a cold, like a light cold or uh, bad allergies, but I'm a little messed up. I'm not going to be, you know, like sniffing and all that shit. I'm going to try not to on, on the microphone and... Uh, I'm definitely going to try not to be sneezing, but you you guys know I still had to get the, the weekly episode in. I can't, you know, stay from this mic, stay too far from this mic for, you know, uh, a long period of time. But without further ado, let's hop right into the show. No intro or nothing. We're just going to bang it out all right now. First thing I want to talk about, it's actually going to be sports. I got to... I got to discuss two people that are starting to annoy me in NFL and basketball, and it's been getting on my fucking nerves. One is really bad, and one is really not so bad, but it's still annoying. The first one we're going to start off with, this is the one that isn't so bad. This is the whole Debo Samuel requesting the trade from the Niners, all this stuff going on. I mean, if you if you haven't heard or you don't keep up with the football uh, Debo Samuel, wide receiver on the San Francisco 49ers, requested a trade. Um, basically means that he wants to leave the team. Um, I'm just happy, you know, he requested so we can get stuff out of him. But there's a whole lot of stuff going on with this whole thing. I know our uh, our GM, John Lynch, had a press conference. And uh, I was hoping we're, we were going to get some shit out of the Debo thing. But he basically curved every single fucking Debo Samuel question, so that was kind of pointless. I mean, we did get some stuff like, you know, the Nick Bosa extending his contract, but I'm not really going to get into that. But let me tell you my thoughts on this whole Debo thing. I do believe and I hope he is getting traded. Um, Would I be surprised if he doesn't get traded? No. I uh I hope we get the 10th pick from the Jets cuz I know you know there's been these rumors going on and this seems like the most realistic one and kind of the only one that's going to be happening if it does happen is um it's sounding like we'll get the 10th pick of this year's draft. The draft is today. So if you're listening listening to this in real time, the draft the draft is probably about to go on or literally going on right now as we speak. But, um, yeah, like I said, I do hope we get the 10th pick. Uh, you know, Debo Samuel goes to the Jets for, uh, for you know, for that 10th pick. Um, just because, you know, I, Debo doesn't, he doesn't want to be on the Niners. And, you know, I personally wouldn't want no one to be on my roster that doesn't want to be there. Um, we have a young quarterback like Trey Lance, right? And, um, you know, Debo is a hell of a player and he has got you know he's the reason we got that far last year you know our record was 10 and 7 and we we made a deep run to the uh the nfc championship and we were only three points away from a super bowl so you know and i do believe that a lot of the credit does go to debo samuel because he came through in the clutch and he saved us every single time because jimmy cannot throw for shit and you know just a screen pass to debo is like the main thing but Debo doesn't realize, well, he, I don't fucking know. I don't really want to speak for him. This is just my thoughts. Don't get mad at me. I believe Debo is getting greedy. 
and you know he wants the bag which i don't blame him why why would i blame anyone getting the bag right we all want the bag at the end at the end of the day and i think sports have changed you know being um a lot a lot of times before it was like you know stay at the team you're with and win a championship but i think as you know times have changed and people are getting smarter smarter they're realizing that it's really not about winning the championship so much it's more about collecting the bag which i understand right 110 percent he the Niners is it's sounding like there was no um problems with the negotiating side I saw that we offered him like a hundred million dollars in a contract I don't know how the fuck you could turn that down in the first place it sounded like he wants a hundred and or like way more you know than what the Niners are asking or willing to pay him but he has to realize his worth and his value and I don't want to sound like a hater saying he's worth only this, but he does have to realize that he has only done this for one year, right? In the years before, we knew Debo Samuel, but we knew he wasn't, you know, last season's Debo Samuel. This is standout, like, okay, this is one of the top receivers in the NFL. This Debo Samuel, you know, he's just getting fucking it's greedy, and it sucks because it's like, Kyle Shanahan designed this whole playbook for you to come out, right, and ball out. And the reason we designed this was because of Raheem Mostert. He was hurt. We didn't know Elijah Mitchell's worth. So we basically, you know, Debo was like the the chunkier wide receiver. And, you know, he was he was big. You know, he was like, I don't know, he was just a bigger receiver. And that was bulky and stuff that could take tackles. So he designed a lot of plays using him as, you know, like that running back. And I believe Debo Samuel's worth is really picking lanes and running through them because he knows how to read them extremely well. I think we could all agree on that. But he said he wants to be wide receiver one, right, on teams. You know, like a one-on-one, no biggie, which is cool. But let's be honest here, Debo Samuel is not going to be like a Jamar Chase. He's not going to be like a Justin Jefferson, a Devontae Adams. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe one-on-one he's going to be as good as them. I think Debo's worth is in the way he was playing. And the fact that he has came out and said that he doesn't want to play the so-called, so-called wide back position, which is wide receiver slash running back. It's not a real position. They just made that up. But you know, he came out and said he doesn't want to play that position. Basically, it brings his value even less down, right? So if the Jets do make that trade, the Jets, you know, they understand that he doesn't want to play this, you know, so-called position where he has succeeded in so far. So you have to overcome that. Um, I believe that if the trade was to happen, we would win the trade just because I believe in our our whole all our whole organization but i don't know why debo wants to go to the fucking new york jets like if he'd be you know willing to i don't know i wouldn't want to play in new york but he is also from south carolina and for a little bit i was thinking that he was going to go to south carolina or around there you know because he's a you know he's a southern uh guy so you know maybe he wants to play co- close to home but He's not revealing shit, and on his Instagram, you know, he's had little peaks here and there, and I think it's, like, the pettiest way to do it. I don't know. It just seems almost, like, childish or, like, not mature, and, uh, you know, he's, like, 
oh, they don't, they think I want to play close to home and like just teasing and this and that. And I'm just like, man, like, I don't know if this is the the right way to be going about this. At the end of the day, you know, he really doesn't give a fuck. Um, you know what any of us have to say, but you have to be like that as an NFL player. But I, you know, I think as a, a Niner fan, I'm at the point where I just want to get rid of him because even if he was to return for next year, I don't know if that chemistry is going to be the same knowing that he just wanted out of here. You know what I mean? With players and fans, people not white might not appreciate it. I mean, if he comes out and balls out again, good for us, I guess. I mean, I guess I'll appreciate it, but deep down inside, I'm going to be like, this guy doesn't even want to be here. So, like, if anything, I'd rather move on. I'm the type I'd rather move on. Um, I used that 10th pick to pick a good receiver. I saw that this supposedly i haven't done much research on this nfl draft class but this draft class supposedly has a lot of receiver talent and i saw that supposedly supposedly there's like a once in a generational talent in this draft i don't fucking know his name if i'm being honest but that's just rumors you know it doesn't mean it's true yada yada and obviously you have to pick you know the right ones the way i'm looking at it is look what the Bengals did you know drafting burrow and then, you know, drafting Burrow one year and then the next year drafting Jamar Chase. And then, you know, the year they played together, that changed their whole, you know, organization and they made it to the Super Bowl, right? Why can't we do the same thing with Trey Lance? Because I do believe in Trey Lance. He has everything, you know, he has a story, he has all this shit that would make him good. He came from a lower, you know, name school. And a lot of times the the, the best people always come from the lower name schools. If you look in Steph, like Stephen Curry, he went to Davidson. James Harden went to Arizona State. Fuck, who else? I don't know. Uh, Paul George, Fresno State, Kawhi Leonard, San Diego State. You know, none of these people went to big organizations. But if you look at someone like fucking, uh, God, who went? To, who's oh, who was the first pick that went to a big school? Uh, I don't know. Ben Simmons, right? He went to LSU. Oh, God, not fucking Ben Simmons. That's the that's the guy I'm going to talk about next. He went to LSU, right? Which is a big school, right? Not really like a huge basketball school like a Duke or Kentucky. But, you know, and then we all know how Ben Simmons is all fucked up right now. Um, But you guys get the point. You know, I, I think that a lot of times when you're you're drafted, you know, at a... um. Or you, you, you know, your story is a lot more humbling. Like, you come from a smaller name school and... Uh, you know, you don't have such like all the cameras on you and all like the fame and all like these eyes on you, you know, and all these sports people talking about you on TV and this and that. I think it only helps you become a better player as you keep going, you know, into these levels. Um, So that's why I believe Trey is going to be good just because, you know, he has everything so far. And from a lot of the sources I'm seeing, you know, a lot of the Niner stuff I follow, Kittle and, you know, all these people saying, stuff about Trey Lance and they're saying he's come he comes in and he's not afraid of the work you know he's uh he's willing to learn and this and that so he's humble and he's hungry and I feel like those are the most deadly lethal ones you can have even Patrick Mahomes he went to fucking Texas Tech like that's a that's a it's a cool school but it's not no you know Alabama or no nothing you know what I mean like Look at look at Jalen Hurts and fucking Mac Jones and Tua and all these right right like they were all quarterbacks for Alabama the one so far that has been, you know, that had a great season is Mac Jones. But I believe he's already hit his peak, if I'm being honest. I'm being 110%. If I mean, I, I, I really do believe so. And I'm still I'm still happy with the Trey Lance pick. You know, I still have a lot of faith in it. But, you know, I think we should trade that um, 
you know, Debo Samuel and we should get the 10th pick with from the Jets, you know, because they have the fourth. So I think they're willing to let the 10th go for someone like Debo Samuel. And, you know, the the uh, the Jets coach, you know, he has some Niner, uh, some Niner, um, you know, affiliates and stuff. I He was the defensive coordinator, I believe. And now he's the head coach at the Jets. So, you know, he might, you know, they they, they have some, uh, some type of chemistry, you know, so he might want to definitely go after him and get him. But I hope to God, I, honestly, I do hope it, it does happen. But if not, let's get Jimmy the fuck out of here. Or if not, I mean, get him on the bench because... I've read sources that Trey is going to be, you know, QB1 next year, and it's legit. Like, he's been told that, and I'm ready to go. I can't wait for football season to come around the corner. I'm just excited. Let's get on to another player in a whole different league that is just so annoying, and I'm so... This used to be one of my favorite players, and this guy has just continually failed me as a fan and just annoyed me and it's just not consistent with anything his name is ben simmons um ben simmons has been a bitch i'm not gonna lie he is just someone that is extremely 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 talented and does not have no desire at all to get better or perfect his craft, because I do believe if he was putting in work like all these all-stars, that he would be one of the greats. He is just extremely talented, and he is just, he, he could be a ball player. I remember watching him in high school at, at Montverde Academy, and I was like, man, this guy is going to be good. I thought he was going to be the next LeBron, honestly. I mean, they used to work out together while, while he was in uh, high school and college, and I think LeBron kind of took him under his wing and stuff, which was dope. But I think even LeBron is fucking fed up with this guy. Um, ben Simmons, he said he was going to play game four, uh, you know, in the series versus Nets versus Celtics. Um, then went, then, you know, when it came around, he decided he wasn't going to play on some bullshit. And, you know, he hypes all these fans up. He's out there shooting around in his Nets, you know, uniform and warming up and shit. And, you know, he requested that trade from the Sixers. And it sounded like as soon as they would trade him, he'd be, he'd ball out, right? But now it's looking like the Sixers have won that trade getting James Harden. It looks like the Nets haven't got fucking shit in return, which the Nets season is just horrible. I mean, it was just a mess. So much distractions with the vaccine shit going on, the Harden shit going on. Uh, Their chemistry seemed just so messed up. I mean, I don't know what the fuck. It was just a mess over there in Brooklyn, even though they were like serious championship contenders. The Lakers... A whole nother story. I'm not even going to get into that. They just suck. Um, <laughs> if you're Rich Paul, uh, the agent that represents Ben Simmons, I believe that you have got to get rid of him because it's like having a leech attached, attached to your business. And that's me being 110% honest. If I'm the CEO of Clutch Sports, right, which is Rich Paul, you know, his his company, um, I know he's been tied with him, you know, ever since he was probably in high school, maybe even before. I would seriously consider dropping this guy because, I mean, like, it's just, he's a fucking leech, you know? I honestly believe that he's a freeloader. Like, I see Ben Simmons everywhere besides the NBA courts. 
I swear to God, like, Face Clan YouTube videos, I mean, like, he'll be, like, kicking it with celebrities, I mean, paparazzi catching him in fucking LA at fancy restaurants, um, do you guys know why you see him warming up in his net shit and shooting around, like, and never playing? It's because he gets paid for that shit, he's like a participant, he's a freeloader, and I don't like people like that. And I know before a lot of people disagree with me. I know he came out and said, oh, shit, I have, you know, a mental block. That is some bullshit because I'm a person that deals with mental health myself. And I talk to a counselor once a week. And I I know damn well that is not true. I have a mental block myself. And guess what I'm doing? I'm not stopping my work until it's 110% better. I'm willing to put in the work and show up and be consistent as possible until I get my mind right so I can continue on and be better in my career and my life. That's just being honest. I'm not seeing him do none of that shit. All I all I'm seeing him all all I'm seeing him doing is leading people on and then disappearing and taking his money. He's a freeloader. That is someone, I, I believe he is throwing his career down the drain. If I was an owner of this team, I would have no plans of signing this guy at all because I can see right through it. I read people really good. Thank God my mom has one of those things. She can read right through people, and I think I got it from her. But I'm telling you, I can read through people, and I can fucking tell this guy is full of shit, and he's lazy as fuck, and I don't like that stuff because... They're freeloaders. I don't. You're not gonna be a fucking freeloader around me. I don't like that shit. It's bullshit. So Ben Simmons is just someone that is on my no-no list. He went from one of my favorite players that was so talented and his potential was so high to being rock bottom where I want nothing to do with you. Rich Paul needs to drop him. This guy doesn't even deserve a job in the NBA. He needs to go fucking start a YouTube channel or do some shit because he does not deserve this shit there's someone out there in the g league working 10 times harder than him trying to get a damn spot in the nba that could possibly be better than him he's never even had no crazy seasons or no nothing fuck that i don't want to hear oh he's he was good in the beginning of philly no 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 Uh uh-uh i like people based on character right you know if you're on my team if i'm gonna partner with you in a business or some shit I'm going to look at the person you are first before anything you bring to the table. And Ben Simmons does not pass that first check, which means he would never be a part of my team because I don't like him on a personal level and I could see right through the bullshit. That's just me. I had to do my quick rant on Ben Simmons and that is it. <laughs> that is, that's it. That's it for the sports rant. You know, that's it. Um, you know, switching, let's switch to the, uh, you know, kind of more like the business side. Um, let's switch to the Elon Musk actually purchasing Twitter for, you know, $43 billion. Um, guys, wealthy as shit, if you can buy something for $43 million. Um, he officially owns Twitter. Well, it's not official like in the, in the paper and stuff, but I mean, you know, they came to an agreement. Um... Do you guys think that he was just bored on like a fucking Tuesday and decided to buy, you know, buy the app since he used Twitter a lot? Or do you think he actually wanted to buy it so he can use the platform so it can really be like uh, free speech? I don't know, honestly. I, I, I believe that it's a mix of both. 
um, the thing that I, you know, I'm all for free speech and everything, of course. Like, you know, if you're listening to this, you know where I'm from. This is the United States, right? And I'm all for free speech. I don't think no one should be silented, silenced at all. Or, um, I, I believe that, you know, the thing about the free speech thing on Twitter is that it could be bad if some big influencer, you know, decided to spread like false information and, you know, now the fans of theirs believe that it's true, but in reality, it isn't. That's one thing I do like, you know, that Instagram did. And I know with that whole COVID shit going on and, you know, like I know a lot of people were spreading false shit and even even Spotify, you know, when you see um when there's any topics on COVID like whatsoever, they have like that little uh information bar where you hit it and it lets you know. Uh, I've seen a couple Instagram posts and Instagram stories basically saying, um, you know, if people would be like, oh, I, uh, some people took this fucking vaccine or whatever, and then they died three months later or fuck, I don't know. That could be true to a certain extent, but I don't like, I don't fucking know. I don't want to get too deep into that. Um, but I have seen people post, you know, like vaccine stuff, like, you know, like how I said, and, um, you know, I seen Instagram basically correct it and basically saying, you know, at the bottom of this post and the user can't do nothing about it, saying this, we found that this is false information and it's like click more or click here to read more. So which I think is dope, right? Because obviously, you know, free speech is very important. And I think on our platforms a lot. And I think a lot of people go back to the Trump thing because, you know, he was banned from Twitter and I saw that Trump was was not allowed I mean, was not allowed. I saw Trump um, politely decline to go back on Twitter. Uh, I read that in an article, so I don't think he's going to be going back on Twitter. Um, I don't want to get, you know, into the politics and this and that or whatever. But that's just my thoughts on, you know, the, the Twitter thing. I, you know, of course you should be able to tweet whatever you want. And I do think there should be an edit button because that would just be really clutch. Um... But yeah, man, I think there should be some type of corrections if you're spreading false information, you know what I mean? But if if it's political views and this and that and this and that, of course, you know, go and speak all you want, right? And if you don't like it, unfollow certain people, block certain people, certain people, mute certain words. You know, you have the tools where you can see what you want. And that's also a bad thing about social media is that you only see one side of things a lot of times. Like if you're on the right side, you're going to follow a lot of right things and you're going to only consume that. But if you're on the left side, you know, you're going to follow a lot of left things and you're only going to consume that. So, you know, a lot of times it's not good to look at the, you know, it's not like I said, like it's not good to look at, you know, the bigger picture, I guess, if that makes any sense. But um. I don't know. It could be used in a very good way, though. You know, I use my social medias as tools and I only follow stuff I could pretty much learn about. Well, I actually don't. I don't only follow stuff. I'm in the process of still unfollowing a lot of people. Um, As I come across, you know, certain people like people I went to like high school with that I, you know, really don't want to talk to at all. Or like if they post certain things, you know, like, I don't know, it's toxic things or stuff where I cannot relate to it at all and it can't benefit me. I'm not going to follow it. My Instagram feed is slowly getting more filled with, you know, stuff I like, whether it's just, I don't know, um, sports, uh, a lot of business stuff, a lot of investing stuff, a lot of real estate stuff, um, 
a lot of books actually a lot of podcasting stuff and um a lot of youtube stuff honestly a lot of youtubers i've you know i i mess with that heavy but you know yeah those are my thoughts on the uh you know the elon buying twitter you know i really do think he's going to do a great job with it and i'm not worried about it at all the only part i'm a little concerned with is if some big person of power does get on there and you know starts spreading this false information and all the you know consumers or all the fans of that influencer start to consume it and i feel like that is a big red flag because there are some people out in the world that are very powerful and influence a lot a lot a lot of people which could end up affecting all of us right so you know what i mean that's a little bit of a red flag but i'm off you know i'm saying i think there should be some fact checking but I believe Elon is not a dumb guy, and he's not left, he's not right, this motherfucker, he's like green, I don't know what the fuck, he is just, I don't know, I, those are my thoughts, <laughs> but, um, let me get into this, um, actually, you know what, nah, let's take a quick commercial break, yeah, I know I haven't taken a commercial break in a minute, let's take a quick commercial break, and your boy will be right back. Having a skincare routine is extremely important and Geology has been getting me right. They create a simple and customized skincare routine that works for your personal lifestyle. All you have to do is fill out a quick quiz to let them know what type of skin you have. It helps fight acne, reduce oiliness, helps combat dark or puffy under eye, and reduces wrinkles. Their products work best as a set, trust me I use them every single day. You'll start with a 30 day trial that comes with an everyday face wash, a vital morning face cream, repairing night cream, which is my personal favorite, and nourishing eye cream. Make sure you guys use code INCONVERSATION70 for 70% off. Again, that's code INCONVERSATION70 for 70% off. And make sure you guys take care of your skin. Alright, so getting back into the show um i've decided that i'm enrolling to get my real estate license that doesn't mean i'm gonna stop going to school and college or whatever um the reason i decided i'm gonna get my real estate license is honestly just because i want to have a real estate license i could represent myself um as an agent which is dope um i'm already in, enrolled in some classes i did it about like i think it was yesterday or two days ago but your real estate license, if you did not know, is so fucking easy to get. Um, pretty much anyone can get it. All you have to do is pay for your classes. So if you guys are interested in that and just kind of want to have it for fun or just, you know, to actually use it if you're into like any type of real estate investments or anything at all, real estate, um, you guys might want to consider it for sure. Um, you guys know that, you know, I am trying to, um, you know, get into the process of buying my first you know investment property and stuff but um i you know my brother actually just went to a, a flea market and he uh met this guy he was a real estate agent but his name is rich um what a you know what a funny name um he is a guy that basically um well he's an agent obviously um he is an investor as well he has a couple you know properties and stuff well he actually has a lot of properties but he basically said to my brother you know as a as a, a side hustle if you guys want to go and host open houses for me you know you can 
and uh, you guys will get paid for it. So it's going to be something I look into. And that's kind of what that kind of was my motivation to start getting my real estate license. Because, you know, even, you know, when I talk to um, real estate agents and stuff, they, um, you know, a lot of times it's a, a, a lot of that field, you know, it's about uh, who you know. Or, you, you know, you got to do a lot of networking in that field. So I think, you know, just knowing that guy and running to running into him at a flea market and just, you know, stopping for a conversation, you know, what my brother did. This wasn't me. He just, you know, he basically hooked me up. Um, you know, it's I think it's an opportunity. So, uh, you know, and I don't want to pass on that because he seems like a guy that knows a lot. And that's a great, you know, first step in the door, you know, for the whole real estate thing. So I'm going to be taking my courses. I don't know how much hours it is exactly. I think it's like a hundred and something or it might be. Yeah, like to be done with it. I'm taking like two courses or whatever. Um, it's very easy. And then at the at the end, you do have to take a test. Um, I heard that the test is pretty easy as well. But I saw that it has like a 40 percent pass rate, which is still not bad. You know, you anyone could pass a, you know, a test like that. And a lot of time, like, you know, I was doing uh, research on the Internet and a lot of people were talking about that they were, um, you know, basically bullshitting it or they were uh, they were um, they were basically, you know, prepping last minute for it. And uh, not saying that I'm going to do it, but I'm just saying, I'm just letting you guys know if, you know, if you're not the biggest studier or nothing, you know, uh, you know, if you don't really like to study, it, it, it might be something you want to look into just for fun. And you get your, you know, your friend in the door, you could maybe network with some classmates or whatever. It's all online. So, you know, it's cool. I only paid 140 bucks to enroll in my classes. Uh, the school's in LA. So, I mean, it's literally all online. So it's just, I don't know, it's easy. Uh, I'm looking forward to that just so I could technically be a licensed agent i believe i don't know my brother gave me this idea I, it's kind of cool just to have i don't really give a fuck even if i do don't do nothing with it I'm, i could still have it right and it's cool even though it's easy to get which is dope right but i just want to let you guys know that um one last thing to wrap up the show um your boy's been getting into uh formula one racing uh you know that's the racing with all the you know the carts and stuff and it's not because the hobby i know there's a lot of you know um hype around you know like the, the f1 cards right now but, um, you know, I think the hobby actually had a slight, you know, slight reason for me to start getting into it. It was like a little, you know, a little peek in the door. But, uh, you know, shout out to my cousin William for taking me on a cruise in his, uh, in his Nissan GTR. That, um, that cruise, it kind of made me miss, you know, the, the car, um, you know, just, the 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 feeling you know like of just you know being in a, in a in a nice car you know a sports car and just you know i love cars personally i really do and i've always said eventually i want to get into the car the, the the exotic car game and it's not to flex or nothing like that it's more just because i like those cars you know like i really do like them um it i do believe that it i think it's going to be a hobby of mine and now you know with this whole formula one thing me getting exposed, you know, and kind of learning more about it. Um, you know, I would actually seriously consider racing, you know, in those cars. Uh, even, you know, a couple years ago, uh, I used to always, always, it would be at least once a month. I used to always go and race, uh, go-karts. Uh, it was never at like K1 speed or nothing. That's the weak shit. That's the stuff where they're always, um, 
on you about doing certain things and you know i mean i understand they're like a big company and stuff but i used to go to umigo it actually is out of business now which sucks completely i used to go to umigo and uh let me tell you those carts were fast as fuck and they could not control your cart so it's all up to you how you drive uh that place was fun it was ran by like a whole bunch of kids so i don't think they really cared at the end of the day k1 speed was a lot more you know safety concerned and your speed and stuff umigo did not stop you time limit go as fast as you want you could fucking rear end someone hella bad and you wouldn't even get in trouble i know k1 speed actually gets on you and they shut down your cart umigo didn't do that shit and that's why i would always go to umigo but yeah i think you know just racing is something i would uh get into i thought it was dope because i was listening to the full send podcast i was listening to the caitlin jenner episode and um she started her own um racing league in the w series which is like women's uh racing and uh yeah so she has jenner racing which is just dope and you know how you know maybe that'll be you know like one of the things i do eventually maybe if i really get into it i might might you know eventually if you have you know a certain amount of money of course um start your own racing team you know that i think that'd be dope and that'd be something i really like to do just because i i like cars you know and um they're a lot of fun. As of right now, I don't have no crazy car, nothing. I went electric. You guys know that. Just so I can save the bag. So eventually I can buy a nice car, you know, and I can, you know, afford that stuff or whatever. But, you know, yeah, like I said, shout out my cousin William, you know, for the cruise. Uh, it inspired me. He has a twin turbo GTR. He's 16 years old. And um, I don't know. He's just so lucky and so blessed to have that car. I tell you that at that age. It's just dope you know to see it and you know um i don't know it's sick this is you know that isn't no normal gtr that shit is twin turbo it has an exhaust on it it's fast um it's cool you know and i told him eventually you know i'll have a car like this and then we can definitely go out to meets and stuff or like he was talking like sonoma raceway and stuff so i think it's definitely something i want to um you know look into just because you know i like racing you know and uh you know that's i don't know it's just something i'd consider you know like it's just going dope you know like going fast and stuff would be really cool you know but without further ado i think that is going to wrap the whole show up um if you made it this far thank you guys make sure you guys do that five star review it's greatly appreciated tell a friend to tell a friend you guys know what to do i'm out of here peace y'all